Pastor Chooks Obina Oguye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome to another time of uh, studying God's Word together. My name is Dr. Chuksugohe. We are sharing episode 230, 230 tonight, Understanding the Goodness of God. And um, tonight we are dealing with uh, the goodness of God and stubborn problems, part nine. The goodness of God and stubborn problems, part nine. We, we've shared quite a bit. Let's jump right into it. Uh, we are picking up from where we stopped off or where we got off yesterday. Luke chapter 18. We read at verse 1 going all the way to verse 8. Luke 18 verse 1 to 8. Then he spoke a parable to them that men ought always to pray. Men ought always. I want you to uh, note the word always. To pray and not lose heart. Um, we said... Uh, why do we pray? We pray to bring the realities that are in the realm of the spirit and bring them into manifestation. That's why we pray. We bring the realities, the blessings in the spirit, we manifest them. The justice in the spirit, we manifest them. The healing in the spirit, we manifest them. You know, uh, the prayer is the, the channel or the conduit through which we pull the realities and the blessings of God reserved for the believer in the spirit and we manifest it all right so 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 that's what uh, prayer is and he said men ought always always meaning we got to pray we uh, things don't just manifest because god wills them uh, they don't just drop off and manifest automatically no because god desires them for his children doesn't mean it's automatic in the earth we have explained why that is there is when when sin happened things went you know misaligned now things you know as it is in heaven it's not exactly like that on the earth men need to make it so on the earth all right men need to make it so so that's why we pray to enforce a manifestation in the earth of realities that are settled in the spirit and he said men ought always to pray so we have to always pray to bring compliance in the earth and then he says, men ought always to pray and not lose hearts. Because what it means is that there are, there are situations and seasons where you are trying to bring compliance. You are trying to bring a manifestation and it's not happening as you want it to happen or when you want it to happen. In other words, there is stubbornness. <laughs> We're talking about stubborn problem. There is stubbornness. And he's not allowing it to manifest. So he says you can't lose hearts. This is the reason Jesus is teaching this parable to help us understand 
how to deal with stubborn problems. Because there are times when we want to change a circumstance and it's not happening as fast as we want it to happen. And the tendency is for us to get discouraged. The tendency is for us to get, you know, uh, overwhelmed by the resistance that we start losing heart. It says men ought always to pray and not lose hearts. So, this is why Jesus was teaching this parable. And this is, you know, the story he told to explain the principle why we ought always to pray and not lose that. It says, there was in a certain city a judge, a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now, there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. Uh, and, and he would not for a while. He would not for a while. And afterward, he said within himself, Though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long, with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find will he finally find faith on the earth? Alright, so there's some things I want to bring out tonight. Listen, there's a justice system that has been created to enforce justice in the earth. The the man running this system, the Bible says this man neither fears God nor has regard for man. And as I explained yesterday, this man must be the epitome of selfishness. This man must be selfishness personified. Because if you don't fear God and you don't regard man, the only thing you care about is yourself. (laughs) The only thing you care about is yourself because you don't care about a man, you don't care about God. So it must be yourself. So this man is a, a, a personification of selfishness. But I'm, I'm looking beyond this man. This man is an institution. He's a judge. He's representing the justice system. So what he's simply saying here is that the justice system has been hijacked by the spirit of disobedience. The justice system uh, is, 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 is hijacked by the spirit of disobedience. I told us, since the fall of Adam... The, the, the spirit of disobedience has entered into creation, but also it has entered into the systems created in this world. So the commercial systems have been infused by, by the spirit of disobedience. The justice system, we are seeing it here now, it's infused by the spirit of disobedience and selfishness. They are not wanting to align with the government of God. They are not wanting... See, God is a, is a just God. So, so if this judge... And his justice system is running the way. So they're supposed to execute justice promptly. But now the justice system has been hijacked by the spirit of disobedience. This is what we believers we are dealing with. We are dealing with a commercial system, economic systems that have been hijacked by the spirit of disobedience. So these systems are not yielding. They are not allowing the will of God and the desire of God to manifest. See, God cares about widows. We know that from scripture, that our God is mindful of widows. He's made provision for widows and for for fatherless children. 
so, so, so God wants them to be cared for. There's, there's, you know, there's a whole, a whole theology around looking after out for the vulnerable. God said, those who look after um, vulnerable uh, women, widows, and fatherless children, God blesses them because God cares about those kind of people. God really cares about them. So, here is a man who is supposed to be carrying out the will of God and enforcing justice for the vulnerable, but that man and the system he runs has been hijacked by the spirit of disobedience. So, so this woman is dealing with two things here. He's dealing with an adversary, which was a person who is also, who is also doing something wrong. This adversary is also infused or, or hijacked by the spirit of disobedience. Because this adversary is, is taking advantage of this widow. Alright, so this woman has tried to deal with this adversary and she is not winning. She is not winning. So she escalates her complaint to the system that was set in place to ensure that she gets justice. Now the system is corrupt. The system is hijacked by the same spirit of disobedience. So can you see spirit of disobedience trying to uh, take advantage of her vulnerability as a widow. Now she escalates it to the system that's supposed to enforce justice for her, and yet that system is also now hijacked. But so this woman is dealing with th two things. But it's interesting for me uh, reading this story here. There's there's something I saw. Listen, a, an individual infused by the spirit of disobedience and a system because this judge is running a system infused by the spirit of disobedience. Her persistence, this woman's persistence, causes the system to talk to itself. The system that is hijacked to talk to itself to say, ah, if I do not heed this woman, I will be worn out. I will be worn out. So her persistence fixed the system and the system delivered justice compelling the individual to line up so it was easier for her persistence to align the system and then the system delivered the justice that man who was uh, oppressing her lined up because the system compelled that man to line up so it's easier to fix systems than to fix uh, a hijacked will of human beings. <laughs> hijacked will of human beings. So this man, the judge, was easier to, to align him by the persistence. And this is what prayer does. Who, tell, who said that prayer cannot fix broken systems in our nation? Who said that prayer cannot fix broken systems in our polity, broken systems in our service delivery, broken systems in, in education, in finance? Prayer can change it. That's what Jesus is teaching us here. If we do not lose heart. The problem is that the church do not understand this to mount consistent, persistent pressure. Day and night. Day and night. To force systems that have been hijacked by the enemy. We are dealing with, with our broken systems everywhere. 
that don't want to yield the will of God and want to yield the purposes of God for which those systems have been set in place. But persistent persistence, this woman kept on coming, this woman kept on coming, that the judge had to say to himself, uh-uh, I, need to, I need to respond to this woman. I need to do something for her. So, so there's something about persistence. You can't give up. To, to align, align stubborn problems and, and cause them to, to come under the, the, the leadership of the Spirit of God, we must, we must persist. There's power in persistence. I want to show you, I want to show you scriptures. Look at uh, Luke chapter 11. I'm going to read this from the Amplified Bible. Luke chapter 11. I, I read at verse 5. Luke chapter 11, verse 5. The Bible says, and he said to them, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and we said to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come and I have nothing to put before him. And he from within will answer, do not disturb me. The door is now closed and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and supply you with anything. But I tell you, although he will not get up and supply him anything because he is in his, because he is his friend, yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. Jesus is teaching us again how to compel results. How to get what we're looking for in systems that are not lining up or in situations that are not lining up. So, let me, let me finish this. He will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking. And it shall be given you. Seek and keep on seeking and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door shall be opened. Only Amplified Bible actually puts it like this. And, and I'm reading Amplified Bible for, for, you know, this particular emphasis. Ask and keep on asking. Knock, seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. When are you going to stop? When you get what you're looking for. <laughs> when you get compliance, then you stop. It's not over until it's over. It's never over until it's over. Uh, you see, it says men ought always to pray and not give up and not lose heart. So, so you got to understand how this is working, that there is grace to persist. You got to ask and keep on asking. How do you bring stubborn problems to their knees? You got to persist. You got to receive the grace to stand there. This somebody must give up and it's not you. <laughs> it's not over until it's over. Somebody must give up, but it's not you. The problem must give up. It's a battle of wheels. <laughs> it's a battle of wheels. So, so you need to align and receive grace to persist. He says, ask and keep on asking. Now, now this story we, we are reading there in Luke chapter 11. A man came to his friend in the middle of the night. 
to ask for bread to take care of an unannounced visitors. You know how sometimes visitors can rock up and he didn't have anything in his house to take care of the visitor that came. When he asked his friend, his friend says, uh -uh, my friend, this is 1 a.m. <laughs> I am sleeping and my children are in bed. I don't want to wake them up. I can't come out. But that guy is not going to take an, was not going to take no for an answer. That guy kept on knocking. That guy kept on knocking. See, why did his friend say that he cannot come out? Because it was not convenient for him. It was not convenient for him. So, 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 he's saying no is because it's not convenient. There are some times what, what we are asking for is not convenient for whosoever. The situation is not convenient. The circumstance is not, is not convenient. But if you insist and persist, the, that, that, that reluctance because of inconvenience will be changed. <laughs> That, that reluctance, because it's inconvenient, will be changed. And we're talking about, you know, dealing with men. This bread, this bread is in the hand of a man. So, God, God, obviously, will want to give this guy bread. But there's a man who is not aligning. And, and you know, blessings come from God through men to men. Let me say that again. Blessings come from God through men to men. So there are times when God has released the blessing, but men are holding back because it's not convenient for them. Men are holding back because it's not convenient for them. They are thinking about their convenience and their comfort, and it's not convenient for them. There's some bit of selfishness there anyway, but it's not convenient for them. So what we're learning here by this story or this parable Jesus is telling when men are holding back so so maybe what you are dealing with it's a man that needs to say yes and they are not saying yes because it's not convenient for them God is saying that if you persist if you persist in the spirit if you persist in the spirit you will wear down that reluctance and they will give you what you are looking for. You know, I, 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 I want you to understand this. Your help comes from God, not from a man. So your, your persistence in the spirit is not, you know, troubling a human being. No, no, no. Don't get the story mixed up. Don't get the principle mixed up. Your help comes from God. Your help comes from the spirit realm. So sometimes God releases stuff and a man is not aligning. See, if you insist and persist, even if that man does not want to respond, God will raise help from somewhere else. God will raise help from somewhere else. Remember what Mordecai said to, to, to Esther. He says, if you are reluctant, because it's not convenient for you. Because Esther said, I cannot go, because it's not convenient. The king has not invited me to come. And there is a, there is a danger of me losing my life if I go unannounced and uninvited by the king. And she was making all these excuses for going to get what needs to be done. Mordecai said to her, listen, it's, it, it's possible that you have been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. Understand that you've been positioned to use your, your good position and your office as the queen to obtain this favor for your people. But if you say you are not going to help, if you say you're not going to go because it's not convenient, just know that help will come uh, for the Jews from another place, but know that you will not be spared. 
<laughs> Just know that you will not be spared. When Esther heard those words, it hit her. And Esther said, <laughs> if I perish, I perish. I'm going to go. I'm going to declare a fast for three days. Everybody fast and pray for me for that we might have favor with the king. That we might change his disposition. When I go towards him, he will change his disposition and there will be favor and there will be alignment and what we are seeking from him, we will get it. And they fasted and prayed for three days. There's something about insistence. That's why we fast. That's why we pray. Men ought always to pray and not faint. So you can back up your praying with fasting to shift things that are not lining up. Esther and his uh, her team and everybody, you know, went on three days to fast and pray to line things up. I I I pray that people will, the people of God will rise up with a with an understanding as you hear what I'm saying to not take no for an answer, to not take an inconvenient situation and accept it. Whatever God has released for you. But deliverance, breakthrough, promotion, you got to put your feet down and insist. And insist and persist. And reach out for what it is that has been released for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so, so there is a place for persistence. I want to show you another, another, another scripture. In Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. I'm, I'm going to read verse 24 to, to 30. Mark 7, 24. And there arose, and from there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered the house and wanted no one to know it, but he could not be hidden. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him. She kept asking him. She kept asking him. So the first time she asked, she didn't get an answer. The second time she asked, she didn't get an answer. The third time she asked, she didn't get an answer. But she did not give up. She kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. For it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. <laughs> and she answered and said to him, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, for this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And she came she had come to her house. When she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. So how did this woman secure deliverance? A demon. Remember, <laughs> demons are infused by the spirit of disobedience. So this one has been dealing with a stubborn problem. I don't know how long that this, this child had been troubled by this demon. And we don't know how long. But this woman came to Jesus. She asked... I don't know why she didn't get an answer the first time. Jesus said, you know, my, my ministry, my assignment is for the Jews primarily. And, you know, so, so what I have is for the children, you know, 
and, and, and okay, I, I understand it that, you know, he came to seek and save the lost primarily for the Jews and then the Gentiles. Hallelujah. So, so, so at this point, this woman was making a request that was out of protocol. She was making a request that was, you know, somewhat uh, out of timing, as it were. But she persisted. But she persisted. There's something about persistence. But she persisted. Her faith was not going to give up. Her faith, there are many stubborn problems if only we persisted. This woman understood this message that I'm preaching tonight and understood it so deeply. She persisted. She persisted. She persisted. She kept on asking him. She kept on asking him. In fact, when you read it from, from you know, I think in Matthew, uh, the disciples started chasing the woman away. They said, just leave, tell her to go away. She's disturbing us. And all that. And even when Jesus made that comment that, that suggested that this woman was a dog, the woman didn't mind. <laughs> the woman said, as far as I get the miracle, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow uh, anything. <laughs> I, 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 I learned something from, from this. When you understand what you are looking for, you are not distracted. You're not distracted by so-called insults. You're not distracted by you know, sentiments. What you are looking for, you are looking for. You set your face like a flint. And you discount everything. Because look at what get, get, got her the, the result she was looking for. The, the Bible says, for this saying, for this saying, when she said, I don't mind, the, the, to be a dog. To just throw the thing from the table. Let it drop on the floor. I'll take it. I don't mind. In other words, I am too determined to get this blessing. I am going to sit like a dog under the table and I'm going to get this thing. When, the, when that thing came out of our mouth, Bible said out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Jesus read her heart. This Jesus read the persistence, the 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 the, the commitment to get this result for her daughter and she got the answer i pray that heaven will read the the persistence the commitment to get this answer your unwillingness to give up your willingness to back down your willingness to develop a bad attitude your willingness to develop a bad attitude to stay there and say i will get what i need from god i will get it hallelujah Rentashi and Talabahosa. This is so powerful. She got that miracle for her child. When she got home, the demon had already gone. So, so <laughs> demons will leave as we persist in the presence of God. I, I want you to know this. God is the, is, gives the Father good pleasure to give us the kingdom. He gives him the good pleasure to release the blessings of the kingdom. Part of the blessings of the kingdom is liberty. Part of the blessings of the kingdom is prosperity. Part of the blessings of the kingdom is healing. Uh, you know, it gives him good pleasure to give it. But there are some of these other things that stand in the way. That stand in the way. But our persistence will break the protocol. Our persistence will break the obstacle. Our persistence will break the reluctance. And the blessing will come through. Ah, yeah. The blessing will come through. This, that's what happened here. The woman persisted and she got her blessing. The woman persisted 
and that child was free. I, I want to ask you, are you believing for the healing of a child? Are you believing for the healing of a husband or a wife? Are you believing for the healing of your business? Are you, I don't know. What are you believing for? Or for your own healing? And you've been there for a while and nothing is coming. I'm saying to you, hang in there. It's not over until it's over. <laughs> it's not over until you win. Let me, let me say it, you know, that one, I like that one. It's not over until you win. Let's say it together. It's not over until I win. It's not over until I win. And win, you must. Win, you must. I say win, you must. In the name of Jesus, I release grace for you now. Victory in the name of Jesus. Thanks be unto God who causes you to triumph always. Always. You will win this one. Hey, beat your hand on your chest. Tell that devil, I have won this one. Because the victorious one is on my side. Who never lost any battle. I have won this one in the name of Jesus. That stubborn problem has been defeated. I am telling you now, Jesus is the end of all stubborn problems. Jesus ended this woman's anguish and ended her daughter's suffering and torture under the influence of an evil spirit. Because she persisted. She kept asking. She kept pressing. I, I pray tonight that your spirit is teared up to press in there, to lock in there and say, I'm not giving up. To lock in there and say, that breakthrough for that ministry will come. That breakthrough for that business will come. That breakthrough for that marriage will come. You will have joy in that marriage. You will have joy in that marriage. You will have peace in that marriage. You will have prosperity in that business. You will have progress in the work of your hands. You will have what it is that God Almighty by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, has provided for you. Any other thing that is standing in the way, the systems of man, the, the activities of demons, it doesn't matter. Persistence wears them all out. Persistence wears them all out. I pray today that you will not lose heart. I pray today that you will not give up. I pray today that you will not back down. I pray today that strength be infused in your spirit to stand in there and press, to stand in there and hold out. God values and, uh, and respects and honors our persistence. Yes, God honors our persistence. The Bible says, and my final scripture for today, it says in Hebrews chapter 6, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, round it up there for tonight. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. The Bible says, And do not become sluggish. Do not become sluggish. Do not lose hearts. Do not become slack. But imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Faith and patience. Patience is manifested in your persistence. <laughs> patience is waiting there and not backing down. It requires faith and patience to inherit the promise. Faith, faith and patience. Faith and patience. So, you're not going to become sluggish. You're not going to become slack. You're not going to lose heart. You're not going to become listless. You're not going to become disenfranchised. 
because you have been standing there for five years, for ten years, I speak straight to you today. I speak strength to you to persist, to persevere some more. I speak grace to your heart that your heart will not give in, that your heart will not back down. Whatever it is that you are going through, whatever it is that you are re believing to be released from heaven, that healing has already been secured in heaven. It must come through. Whatever is standing there as an insulation, I command you to give up and give way. That healing comes through. That breakthrough comes through. That financial release comes through. That marriage happens in the name of Jesus. The, the situation rectified. That answer comes through. Whatever is standing away, we win. Through faith and patience. I speak to you today to be encouraged. I speak to you today to be to be to be lifted. I speak to you today for courage and strength to be infused in your heart. You outlast your adversity. You outlast your opposition. You outlast your the 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 the, the, the mountain, the obstacle, the, 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 the barrier. You outlast it. You outlast your position in the name of Jesus and your healing comes through. Your breakthrough comes through. Things will work. That thing you are believing it will work. It must work in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you. I'm done for tonight. I'm going to continue next week as the Lord uh, continues to give us insight into his goodness. God bless you. Good night. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.